I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop Summer Comeback. 2020 was bad for live venues, live events, clubs, partying, all of the things that we look forward to doing during the summer. 2021, this summer, is poised to be so lit with everything reopening, with more concerts, more plans, more projects. And that's what we're talking about right now is how did the music industry survive during the pandemic? But more importantly, what can we expect to enjoy this summer of 2021? Joining me for this conversation, the legendary DJ Drama. He is one of hip hop's most influential DJs. He's also a very successful businessman, CEO of Generation Now. Drama, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Good Thank to see you. you so much. Also joining us from Mel and Drama's in Atlanta from Los Angeles. Um, Carl Lamar is joining us. He's Billboard's hip hop editor. He interviews only the biggest names in hip hop and you can check his Instagram. He always tells you who he's talking to and find out if you wanna really find in depth about your artists and our, our favorite artists and the hottest ones right now. He's also the host of Audio Max, Audio Max's Beyond the Beat. Carl, great to have you with us. Having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. It's gonna take us the whole show, just all you guys, all your titles and accomplishments. Also joining us from New York <laughs> is, <laughs> that's good, it's all good, is, um, Amadeus, he's a multi-platinum producer for many, many big name artists, including Chris Brown, which, who he's done a lot of work with. He's the music director for Trey Songs. He tours. He's a musician himself, a drummer, and does many other things as well. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I appreciate it, especially alongside these kings. I'm uh, telling you. Um, drama, this summer, what's the vibe that you're feeling in Atlanta about this summer of 2021? Man, the vibe in Atlanta is we outside. I mean you know, like no other, you know, um, we all know what we went through last year. And uh, I can definitely say you can feel the the excitement and the energy in the air, um, you know, pun intended, you know what I'm saying, for summer of 2021. You know, I was just here thinking, um, you know, one of the, the biggest events that I would say that's going to happen this year coming up, not necessarily in Atlanta, but in the South and in Miami is rolling loud coming up. And, um, you know, if, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like the energy around what that is and, and uh, what it will be will be probably be the biggest uh, event of that amount of people, you know, especially for a hip hop genre in quite some time, you know, and, and from the roster looking at the lineup, I mean, everybody's going to be there. So, you know, and, and things are opening back up. I mean, here in Atlanta, um, we, we had a, a different type of quarantine, you know, I would say probably because we were a red state. So things were a little more lenient as, as was Florida. So, um, you know, a lot of this summer, a lot of our clubs had, had somewhat already kind of been open. People were ready to travel and just be outside and, you know, just feel that energy again. You know, we, we all missed, you know, being able to perform live and, you know, being in front of crowds and the crowds miss being part of the crowd. No, definitely. Uh, Carl, in terms of the the artists themselves, it's like a lot of artists said, oh, I, I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of work in the studio because I couldn't tour. I found myself at home for the first time, you know, many, you know, for extended periods of time or in the studio for extended periods of time. What do you see happening now as as we kick off this summer of 2021? I mean, I think I think drama hit it right on the nail. I think we're definitely going to be outside and I think Rolling Loud is going to be a great precursor to see how concerts and festivals are going to be opened back up. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody outside. Um, I know for New York, we're going to have Gov's Ball. Governor's Ball is going to be a real deciding factor to see what the temperature is like. We're going to be doing it in City Field. 
So, um, and I think who the ghost ball should be ASAP Rocky is going to be pulling up. So, you know, having ASAP Rocky in his backyard right. is going to be a really, really big time for New York. So I think a lot of the guys, they're happy to be outside more so because they don't have to do virtual performances anymore. Right. You know, they don't got to be like, I, I got to set up the bedroom. I got to set up the living room. I actually have a stage and people, the people are actually going to really raise the temperature and allow everybody to have fun again. It's going to be a big, big summer, probably the biggest we've seen in the last decade, I think. Which will, which will be an amazing thing. Amadeus, what about the vibe? Because you you do it all. You're in the studio with the artists. You're there producing. You're in Las Vegas. You do your weekly shows in Las Vegas at Dre's. And, um, and then on tour, the Summer Jam, the Hot 97 Summer Jam stage, which is getting postponed till late summer or early fall. What's your feeling about what we can look forward to? I'm very excited. Um, you know, as my brothers mentioned, it's been a very long year of us not being able to do what we love to do as musicians, as entrepreneurs, as music lovers, as performers. Um, and that's taken away from us a lot, you know, mentally, spiritually, just the love and passion that we have for what we love to do. Um, so to be able to return back to doing that is a blessing. Um, I think a lot of us, and I'll speak for myself, and I'm sure Drama and Carl can relate. You know, when you've worked so long and you've worked long consistently, sometimes you, you, you take things for granted because you expect it to always be there. You expect those shows to always be there, those moments to perform. And for the first time of us having everything shut down, it just really changed the game. So for me personally, uh, I'll never complain again about getting on another flight or getting on a flight every Friday. I'll never <laughs> complain again about moving around and being exhausted and tired from, right. you know, doing a, a three and a three, three month tour. Like I'll never, you know, complain again about session after session after session, because we had to sit down for a year and it didn't feel good. Um, and I, and I think it was a real humbling experience for us all. So for us to be able to get back is a, is a blessing. All right. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We've got some superstars here talking about hip hop summer comeback for the summer comeback. Will hip hop look and sound different? Will the shows be different? Have people been perfecting and honing their craft? Will things be a little different? We'll find out what our guests have to say right after this. Yeah, yeah. What up? What up? What up? This is Styles Peter Ghost and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop summer comeback. 2021 is looking a lot better than 2020. And joining us for this conversation, the one and only legendary DJ drama from Atlanta. He is one of hip hop's most influential DJs, breaks records, breaks new artists, makes hit after hit after hit. He's also the CEO of his own company, Generation Now, successful entrepreneur. Drama, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Good looking. Thank you so much. Also with us is multi-platinum producer Amadeus. He's worked with many top artists, famous artists, including Chris Brown. He's the music director for Trey Songs on tour, and he's also the um, also performs at Dre's in Las Vegas, all over the country. Amadeus, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I appreciate you always. We appreciate it. Also with us is Carl Lamar. He's in Los Angeles, joining us from there. Um, he's Billboard's hip-hop editor, and he interviews only the biggest names in hip-hop, and he is also the host of Beyond the Beats on Audio Max. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. 
Drama, what have the artists been doing during this year when they couldn't tour? Do you think we're going to see different things in these shows and concerts and stages this summer? Yeah, honestly, I think it's it's going to be quite exciting. I, I feel like a lot of the the, the bigger names, uh, specifically in hip hop, you know, kind of held on to music because, you know, a, a lot of those artists obviously are, are major touring artists. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you think of the, you know, the real A-listers, I mean, we just, Cole just dropped just recently. So that that's kind of a precursor to what's to come, you know, so people are um, gearing up for tour in a lot of ways. And, you know, I mean, one thing about hip hop, we know since the beginning um, in the days of the South Bronx, like we're going to find a way, you know what I mean? We're going to make it work. So, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of new things. I mean, DJs were, were using Twitch to, to create revenue, stay creative, salute to Swizz and Timbo for, you know, verses. If it wasn't for COVID, we wouldn't have verses, which is a, a phenomenal part of our culture now. And, um, you know, um, I, I can, speak personally too, like um, with our artist, Jack Harlow, you know, I mean, he, he clearly had his biggest year was 2020 at that point, you know, was popping a record um, that, you know, was, was literally like, we, we never even got to really see the, the real life of because a lot of the time we were inside. So, you know, interestingly enough, even for someone like Jack, who um, became a superstar through quarantine and through COVID, you know, I'm, now I'm watching him probably go from when he was touring before in a, a room of uh, 500 to 750 cap to now being able to do, you know, 2,500 to 5,000 uh, cap rooms, you know, so, so that's pretty cool. And so, yeah, he has to, you know, we have to be prepared for that and go, okay, here's a step that, you know, from, from a room where it might've just been a DJ to now going on tour with a band and, you know, things of that nature. And I, I think a lot of the big guys are, are really gearing up to like, really show out, you know, I mean, people, the energy is just alive. And I think like um, live touring in the next year and a half is going to be probably like we discussed, like, you know, bigger than it's ever been in the last decade, you know, because of the type of year we had in 2020. Amadeus, what are your thoughts on that in terms of the, the shows and the performances? I agree 100% with drama. Um, we have so as an artist uh, and as a producer and as a musician, you know, actually in drama can relate because he's a DJ as well, being on stage, we have so much to offer. We have so much to show. Um, and we had to keep all of that bottled inside of us for a year. Of course, like, you know, drama mentioned, we had the online stuff and the virtual shows and working remotely, the IG lives, the versus, right? But it's nothing like being in that room or being on that stage. You know, of course, Hot 97 Summer Jam of 60,000 people roaring and screaming to the top of, you know, to the top of their lungs, reciting these, uh, you know, their favorite records as their favorite artists perform. There's nothing like that. Nothing can replace that, you know? So it's going to be, I think a lot of people are going to have to, who may have, like I said, taken it for granted before, it's going to step up naturally. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I've been wanting to get on this stage all year. Now's my moment. Now I'm going to really put the real energy into building my shows. Now, when I touch that stage again, I'm not just going to stand there, you know, and, and, and not have that energy. I'm going to give that energy because I miss giving that energy and I miss receiving it. So I feel like it's going to be to a whole nother level like drama uh, mentioned because we miss it. We miss it. And when you miss something and when you don't have something, you learn to appreciate it a lot more. So the stage is just going to be on fire. The people is going to be on fire. And it's just going to be a blessing. We just got to figure out how to remain safe, you know, as we do it because right. this, this COVID-19 is still out there. So that's my only concern, um, but I'm happy to be back. But, but also, too, a lot of the venues are outdoors, so that's a big plus right there. You know, that's, talking that about enclosed, uh, enclosed places. 
Um, Carl, in terms of the people that you're talking to, the artists you've been talking to too, are they, do they do what the athletes do? They look at the, they look at the video of their performances or how they did in a game or how they did in a tour and go like, Oh, I can do that differently. I got to get a different choreographer. What, you know, really reassess what they're doing. Yeah. I think one huge upside that we've seen during quarantine, the virtual shows and just seeing live performances like the Grammy performances, BET awards. I saw a lot of like progression and how people took their performance game up. The creativity went from like zero to a hundred real, real fast. I think to me, one of the quarantine MVPs in terms of like performances alone was, Do- was Doja Cat. I think Doja went on a stupid run in terms of like uh, the MTV awards, the Grammy awards. And she really showed her, her, her prowess as a performer. So now imagine you doing that with nobody around. Right. And you're killing it to that degree. Now, it's like what my brothers were saying. You do that, you got to bring that same energy to 50, 60,000 people who have been dying and clamoring right. to see you <laughs> up close and personal. Locked out. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we dying to be outside. So if, you, if you've been able to take it up a notch, like another person, the baby, who's really shown his prowess, Megan Thee Stallion, with these award show performances, if they bring that same energy to a hungry crowd of 50, 60,000 people, Oh, it's going to be mayhem. It's, it's going to be mayhem. Like I said, one of the best years we've seen if it's done right on the performance scale, which I think it will be. It'll be drama in, ter- in terms of what's going on in the Atlanta scene. Give us give us a sense of that. Like post Memorial Day. What do you what do you how do you envision the summer there? Um, hopefully safer than it's been. I mean, you know, Atlanta's been an interesting place. You know, we've, we've kind of been open for some time. And and with that, it means that we've had a lot of uh a lot of people from out of town also come to the city. So, you know, I mean, through the last couple months, I mean, we've had Chicago weekends, Miami weekends, Philly weekends, New York weekends. And so, you know, as far as Atlanta, I think Atlanta's kind of um, been somewhat more open than most places have been for some time. So it, I just expect it to really, really even go up, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, the between the venues and, I know that the uh, radio station here is is preparing to do birthday bash, which is exciting, you know, so and uh, it's going to be an outdoor event. So, you know, things are, you know, slowly progressing and, you know what I mean, like uh, just coming together. But I I definitely feel like Atlanta out of out of most cities, you know, we have been more open than than other places. So, you know, it's just going to get more exciting. It's going to be even bigger and and, and more people probably coming there, too, as the travels open up so much, too. Absolutely, for sure. And all that. Amadeus, from the music side, from like behind the scene, behind the scenes in the music, and I've been in the studio with you when you're working on different songs. They, how do they take like a lot of artists I've seen in the interviews and some Carl's interviews that he's done with them, they say, well, you know what? I really had time to, to just write and I've had time to just listen to and kind of explore different genres and all this type of thing. In terms of the creativity level, what do you see happening with that? Uh, hopefully it's growth. Um, you know, for me personally, I kind of took a different uh, avenue during the pandemic, you know, so I wasn't extremely creative because I've been creative for the last 20 years. So I had a different approach. Uh, and that was kind of me being more seen on Instagram live. Like I never really used IG live prior to the pandemic. And what I started doing in early March of 2020 was paying homage to the legends and my heroes. You know what I mean? And I know we follow each other. So I had like Big Daddy Kane and, and Sway and Redman. I was the first, you know, person that Redman went on Instagram live with. So I just wanted to pay homage to my heroes and people that I love 
and admired that that has inspired me to be in the game. So that was the approach I took. And then there was also a lot happening in the world, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. So for me personally, I wasn't in the best of creative space because of all of what, what was going on, but a lot of artists were able to be in the creative space based off of the pandemic and based off of what was happening in the world and be inspired to create music based off of what was happening in the world. So I think from a creativity level, the music is really dope that we're getting right now in all different genres. Um, I'm very inspired, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up. I got my Dre's hat on, I'm online with Lisa Edwards and my brother's drama cough. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be outside. You're ready. outside. We're, we're ready. Let's go. Let's we're go. We're ready, man. <laughs> I feel uh, like I feel like I feel like we've done a lot. All of us have done a lot collectively in our careers, and we've accomplished so much. But I just think that it's, that our that our that our level of focus and what we want in life and how we would appreciate life moving forward after 2020 is going to be different. So everything that we touch is going to be greatness because our what we've experienced is like none other. So I feel like moving forward creatively is going to be a beast. So I'm looking forward to what I bring, what Drummond brings, what you bring, Lisa, what my brother Carl brings, and the rest of the world and all of the artists. No, absolutely. Carl, during the pandemic, we talked with you about the type of music that was coming out, the type of songs that were popular, and it, it, people were in a little bit more of a, understandably, a reflective mode. Do you think we're going to see, like, we're going to have a bunch of summer anthems? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And going back to drama's point earlier, like shout out to Jack Harlow. I've Man. been dying to see what's popping in a live environment. Oh, yeah. That was an absolute club banger yes. last year. You know what I'm saying? Like even with Cardi's Wap, like I appreciated it, but I feel like I would have appreciated seeing it up close and personal. So that's certain records that dominated last year. And you're like, if I can get a do over. 2021 is a do-over where I get to see all of my favorite records live. You know, like even Cardi's Up, that's another record, which I think was 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 super big on the Billboard charts, went number one. I would want to see that up close to personal. So hopefully we're afforded that opportunity to see all of our favorite artists come and deliver those records that we didn't get to see in 2020. All right, we're going to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl, Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop summer comeback of 2021. 2020 was a rough year in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And of course, we remember those whose lives we've lost and our heroes who were on the front line making us uh, get through it all to, and helping us get through it all together. We, we shout them out. But now we're looking to, to the future, looking ahead, um, what's going to be done, what we can enjoy, getting back to some of the things that we love the most, like hip hop. Joining me for this conversation, Carl Lamar. He's Billboard's hip hop editor, interviews only the biggest names in hip hop. He's also the host of Beyond the Beat on Audio Max. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me again, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Amadeus, multi-platinum producer for many big artists, including Chris Brown and others, music director for Trey Songs. He's a resident artist at Dre's in Las Vegas. There, wear the hat in case we don't, in case we don't. Listen, it's all about the branding. I get it. I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I you know appreciate what? you. If, if there's always. no branding, it's not hip hop. That's the way. There you go. You know? Big facts. <laughs> And also, also with us is the legendary DJ Drama from Atlanta, one of hip hop's most influential DJs. We're really excited to have him with us um, again on Street Soldiers. 
and he discovers artists, breaks records, and also is an entrepreneur. Generation Now, CEO Generation Now. Drama, great to have you with us. Um, Thank you. Drama, how did people survive last year? Because you're a businessman too. It's like, Durian, let's just look back for a minute. Like the create, hip hop has always been to me about creativity, about making it work. Let's have a party, even if we don't have a place to have it, you know, do it on the street. That, that, that kind of just get it done by any means necessary is, has always been at the core of hip hop. What have you been seeing people doing business-wise, you know, to try to keep paying their bills? Because there's like a whole industry that just, you know, the music industry took a huge hit. Huge hit. I mean, you know, first and foremost, you know, paying respect to everybody out there within the music business that, um, you know, took a hit. Like, I mean, it was, you know, it's it's, it's not a small thing and it was very serious. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I think one of the strongest points of hip hop is like, you know, we're going to find a way, you know. Um I was thankful enough to be in a space that, you know, just my my club gigs or my touring wasn't my only source of income or source of revenue. Obviously, through my record label and, you know, other ventures, um, we were able to, you know, stay afloat, honestly. And I mean, you know, it, we were blessed enough to have a really breakout year with with our, our artist, Jack Harlow. You know, um, Uzi dropped at the at beginning of 2020 as well. So, you know, we were able to navigate through it. But I mean, like, you know, Again, I, I saw DJs really taking advantage of um, Instagram Live, of Twitch, um, you know, and just like really we had to get creative, you know. I mean, there's still there's still spaces and, and places to, you know, wiggle room, as as you would say, to, you know, make make ways. And but it was tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, you know, even for myself and I, I shout out to my my DJ brothers and sisters, you know, what I'm saying I mean, you know, there were times when just people would do GoFundMes and, you know, I would I would want to, you know, help out or donate because I, I know what that's like. You know, I could only imagine where I would have been at, at 22 if this would have happened, per se. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, thankfully, I, I'm at a point in my career where I had things set up. But, you know, um, most importantly, I think, you know, if, if you have a love and a passion for something, you know, like we had to get back to that in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people just had to do a lot of reflect, reflecting, you know, and, and, and with that, again, you know, just really find creative ways. But obviously, you know, thanks to social media, thanks to streaming and, and you know, just the internet, I think it, it, it also created a new landscape. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally don't know if, if going to the movies will ever be the same uh, for an example, you know what I'm saying? And not to say that they won't open back up, but you know, now movies might come to the screen a little sooner than they may have. I mean, or be able to come to a streaming platform a little sooner than they may have in, in the previous world. And I think the same for, you know, music and hip hop. Okay. Everybody might not necessarily be able to go to Rolling Loud, but I'm sure they're going to have some type of streaming um, as they've done in the past where people will watch. And then, you know, I just think, that, that connection was made during last year that, you know, there's, even if you're in, in the house, there's still ways for you to participate and be a part of the music and the experience. And to enjoy it. And you, and you mentioned streaming, Carl, one of the questions I get asked, I want to ask all of you guys that, that I get asked every time we do a show talking about music and artists and, and, you know, the music, the music industry too, is we know streaming went up. We're told that, you know, in many ways that streaming increased a lot, obviously, during the pandemic, because people were locked down, they were, weren't moving around as much, they had many more chances and opportunities. But a lot of artists said, hey, you know what, the streaming, streaming money, the streaming money is nice, but the real money comes from these live shows and going on tour. Is that true, Carl? Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, most definitely. I mean, you only get a certain percentage, a very minuscule percentage off your stream. And so if you're like relying on your, your, your streaming revenue to be your, your, your sole income, that's already a problem for you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of like be not kind of you got to be super happy. The fact that shows are coming back, because I know a lot of artists like to drama's point that were struggling you know, because their their main income was coming from doing these shows, being outside, doing hosting opportunities. And, you know, some cities like Atlanta, like Miami, they were open. So the bigger artists had those capabilities to go still be outside, to still make appearances. But for those like middle tier or emerging artists, they had no choice but to lock themselves in the studio and create, create, create. You know, so. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, with everything coming back to normal and we're in a state of normalcy, that those emerging artists, those artists, maybe like the, the CB tiers, get those opportunities to do like an Urban Plaza or, or do a SOBs, because those those venues are so imperative to hip hop and to the growth of a lot of these artists. Because, again, these uh, these cats can't do 10, 20,000 people. Right. You know, realistically, it's, it's a growing it's a, it's, a, it's a growing process. Right. So and also you as need a to have those kind of venues for those artists to pull up and break through so they can eventually do like the 20, 30,000 stadium capacity uh, venues. No, definitely. Um, I'm this. What about what about the cash? What about the money that artists and performers? You know, it, it's not just the artists. It's also the you know, it's not just the artists. There's also a huge industry around getting those shows put together in the first place. What about the money? Right knows you know and and i'll and 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 lisa if you don't mind i'll talk from a producer standpoint right because you know the producers get paid you know by the labels by the artists for the tracks that are being used you know so we as producers don't have the various platforms and opportunities that our artist has because they're in the forefront we're behind the scenes so we can't go just get club postings you know we can't just pull up and perform somewhere because we're not the artist um so as a producer you know, it was definitely a struggle. You know, it was definitely a struggle. And that's why, like Drama mentioned, that's why you have to make sure you do more than one thing and not put all your eggs in one basket. That's why, you know, one, besides it being a love and a passion, but that's why I'm torn, been torn with Trey Song for 14 years. That's why I have the residency at Dre's. That's why I speak at colleges because you can't just do one thing. You know what I mean? Because if it dries up and that's all that you have, how do you eat? How do you survive? You know, what was unfortunate about my situation is that a lot of what I do has to do with people, <laughs> you know, me speaking at colleges, people forming like, so it's like, now what, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, again, it, it was a definitely a, a tough moment oftentimes. And I appreciate drama and Carl for being transparent. Oftentimes on social media, you know, you see the good stuff. You see when it looks good, you see the, the accolades, you see the wall art, you see the, the wads of money, but you don't see when people have it not so good. You don't see, the challenges, and I made it my business, as difficult that it, that it was for me to be real and honest and transparent. Like, nah, nah, the bill collectors are calling, <laughs> you know, and I don't have the money. Like, I'm saying that, I'm sharing that. Nah, this is, a, I had mental breakdowns this year from not holding the drumsticks in my hand and realizing after months, like, yo, I have to play drums in months. I haven't been in a studio. I haven't touched an artist to work or say, try this vocal, or you won't, let me play you this beat in months and that really took something out on me mentally and again people don't share that man so i'm grateful you know to be back grateful for us all to get back to doing what we what we love because when you really love it 
it's, it's a part of your life. It ain't just something to make money. It ain't just something to pay your bills. Like, nah, we live this. We eat, sleep, and drink this music thing, man. So it's a blessing to be able to come back 2021 and, and, and go get what we, what we love and go do what we love, you know? No, absolutely. We're talking about uh, hip hop's summer comeback. And when we return, I'm going to ask our panel, can they tell by the reaction of a crowd what song is hot, what artist is going to be big? I'm going to we're going to find out when we come back. This is Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Don't go away. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood. And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop summer comeback. Summer of 2021 is looking like it is going to be epic in a lot of different ways. It will definitely be historical after the 2020 pandemic shutdown, which closed so many of the things we love, the concerts, the venues and all all of that. Joining me for this conversation, Carl Lamar. He's hip hop editor for Billboard. He's also the host of Beyond the Beats on Audio Max. He interviews only the biggest artists. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me again, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum producer for Chris Brown and many other artists. He's the music director for Trey Songs when he's on tour. He's also a drummer. And he is also the artist in residence at Dre's in Las Vegas. Amadeus, thanks for being with us. Always, Lisa. I appreciate you for having me. We appreciate it. Also joining us from Atlanta is legendary hip-hop DJ, the one and only DJ Drama. He is one of hip-hop's most influential DJs. He breaks artists, breaks records, and is also the CEO of Generation Now. Drama, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Drama, I want to start with you on this because... I have been told, like Camillo, many of the Hot 97 DJs that, that I've been working with for a long time will say, you know, in the club, you can tell right away what whether a song is hot, whether they're, and then if the artist is performing in person, whether they really relate to that person, they're really feeling them or whatever. True or false? Oh, absolutely true. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. I mean, respectably, I could go to, to rap caviar all day and check the playlist, but that doesn't mean that I can emulate or copy that playlist in the club or on a, you know, opening up for uh, an act in front of 25,000, you know, um, I, I shot the Camillo too. He was definitely rocking on IG live through quarantine. That's, that's my brother. Right. Exactly. Think, you know, and for me, it's like, you know, I'm a be honest, like before the pandemic, I, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat of a homebody by nature, you know, I mean, my, my job, obviously, is to be out in front of people. So I spend a lot of my time in the house when I'm not doing that. But I realized during the pandemic that, um, you know, especially living in a city like Atlanta and, to, you know, to be quite honest, trying to be as safe as I was, I was outside more than I've been in the last 15 years. You know what I'm saying? And I, I realized the reason that I, I did that is because you know, as a DJ, I like to stay calm. I like to stay fresh. And I can't do that from the grid, respectively. You know, so I found myself kind of even being outside in Atlanta, even when I wasn't, uh, I mean, not even when I wasn't, I wasn't even working a lot of the time just because I, I needed to keep my ears open and I needed to see and feel and hear what's going on. You know what I mean? So that was really important for me. And, um, you know, I found myself as the world opening back up, I started becoming more of the back into my homebody ways. But again, you know, during that time, I, I for, for me, it was like when things do open back up, 
I need to make sure that I'm I'm still on my A game. You know, what I mean, even if I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm I might not be working because I work out of town a lot and you know in places like Vegas and you know do larger tours. But in the meantime, let me keep my ear to the streets so I really still feel and know what's going on. So yeah, I think nothing like that. You know. From, from the phones and the computers, it's one energy, but it's there's no energy like that live time where you can really see and feel and hear from the crowd what's really going on. And you, you hear that roar of the crowd when they introduce somebody. And, you know, I, I always think of Summer Jam. It's like just certain people that got a, got a much more, you know, much bigger welcome. Like the, the stadium just went crazy. Carl, the, in terms of the artists that you've interviewed, the the way that they the way that they use the, the audience because yes you can measure popularity by streaming numbers but then there's also the you know just just that reaction in person that physical energy what what do you think is more important i think it's that raw energy that raw interaction and you know i actually made a trip to atlanta for the first time this year and i went to the legendary copper cold so when I was over there, you know, and, and I this is me kind of echoing drama's point. I'm going to segue to your question, Lisa. When I was out there, that was my first time being in any kind of club environment. But when I heard Pooh Shiesty, that little Pooh, that Pooh Shiesty little dirt record, and I saw everybody go crazy. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, this this is this is what it means to be in hip hop and to be back outside because you could bump it on a rap caviar or a, 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 a SoundCloud or whatever, it's not going to be that same vibe and feeling when you're outside, the DJ spinning it, and you see everybody rapping the lyrics going crazy. You know, and speaking of Pooh Shiesty, again, upcoming rapper that's been killing it, you see him vibing with the people outside. They're going crazy. The girl's going crazy seeing Pooh out here. So, you know, so I'm, I'm, I, I think... Those kind of interactions, that's what made hip-hop so popping, seeing the girls go crazy, seeing the guys uh, rapping hard to the lyrics. You know, it's not the same as verse, uh, as playing something just on a streaming service. You need to see the people's reaction so you can see how funky it really is. But it's, no, definitely. And, and that record's funny. You said that, too, because the first time I heard it, I was like, it was in a, a live mix. And I'm pulling out my phone. I'm like, I got to Shazam that. I got to find out who this guy <laughs> Like, I'm like, it is what it is. You know, I, I have to know, but um, I'm, I'm a day in terms of, in terms of the, in terms of the music sound, like that, that reaction, that's, that's also very big thing of hip hop is that it brings everybody to get, you know, it brings every, everybody together. Those moments where we're like all feeling the same thing because the beat is so hot, the tracks are so hot and we're just all right there. Yeah. It's like, you know, my brother said it best, like as a, as a putting, putting shows together for Trey, you know, there's different regions, there's different places in the world, right, that like and love different songs. So, you know, you got to be sensitive to that. Like, for instance, if we, you know, in Africa, you know, they might love touching and touching and loving, you know what I'm saying? And then we go to Atlanta, you know, the, the, the A1 here bottoms up, you know, Nicki Minaj verse. So it depends on where you are. So you have to kind of do the research to know in what region, who likes what songs, and, and, and not just create one set, like Drama said earlier, not just create one set and play that same set everywhere because there's different people, there's different audiences, different crowds. You know, you if, if you're in a room full of amazing, beautiful queens, you know, you, you might not play the hardest songs you might have. Like you, you gotta be able to adapt 
and play the records that the queens want to hear. Same thing with no, the wait fellas. A minute, I'm you, know, you know I want to hear the hard ones. You know I want to hear the hard ones. <laughs> <laughs> the you know the queens want to hear that. You want to hear that talk sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine, imagine no playing shame to a my, bunch of No ballads. shame to my music game. They hear me and then they see me and they're like going, huh? Anyway. It's that's hip hop. That's hip hop, though. All right, guys. Um, in in terms drama, tell us what you got going on for this summer, and you want people, you know, people to look out for that you're up to. And that you're- um, I'm actually going to be in uh, Vegas for Memorial Weekend. Um, you know, it'll be my first time playing there, and and since my residency, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'll be at daylight. Uh, I have a tour coming up. It's called uh, Feed the Streets. It's myself, Rick Ross, Jeezy, uh, Yo Gotti, uh, Little Kim and a few others. So wow. yeah, that, that should be exciting. Looking forward to that. You know, again, I mentioned Rolling Loud earlier, uh, Jack Harlow, Lil Uzi, two artists on Generation Now are performing um, there. And, you know, my, my gigs are, you know, slowly but surely picking back up. You know, I got some things coming in LA um, and, uh, and where else am I going soon? In, in DC and in, in Miami. So, you know, I'm, I'm back on the road, which is exciting. So, you know what I mean? Look, look for me or you know, your favorite generation artist in the city near you soon. And uh, we actually, we're also announcing Jack Harlow's new tour. So he'll be out this summer. So that's And that'll pretty- be the first time that he's going to really be on tour like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. At this level. At this level. That's fan- that's fantastic. Well, DJ Drama, thank you so much for being with us um, for, for Street Soldiers. Amadeus, uh, real quick, what's ahead for you this summer? Where, where are people going to be able to see you? Um, hopefully, you know, hitting these radio shows, man, hitting these, you know, summer jam and all that and birthday bash, you know, with the Trey Songs experience. So looking forward for that call. Um, but I did get I did get the call for Dre's nightclub. Uh King Amadeus will return uh the weekend of June eleventh. So I'm very excited about that. Shout out to the homie DJ Friends. And um and during the quarantine, of course, the production side of it never stopped for me. Um, so got, got a, a lot of dope records on the way with your favorite artists, with my favorite artists. So definitely looking forward to getting back into the swing of things. Lisa, I appreciate you. For having me always a pleasure to sit on this amazing panel with my brother's drama with these call kings, the and three of course kings, the one the and only kings, the three kings. here we go <laughs> all right um carl and for, for you what's it what's the summer a lot a lot of a lot of flights a lot of traveling a, a, lot, lot, of a lot of flights i'm just happy to be outside that's it <laughs> i'm just happy to be outside as a journalist get to interview my people up close and personal again you know but more so just being a fan being able to see these guys and girls do what they do best, you know, from, from a live perspective. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. No, I'm happy to be here too. And I'm happy all of you could make time for us uh, for this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop Summer Comeback. Carl Lamar joining us from Los Angeles. Thank you so much for, for being with us from LA. I uh, joining you. us from New York, Amadeus. Thank you. And uh, from the ATL, the legendary DJ drama drama. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.